Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. Welcome to another episode of the Walk On Water Boys podcast. I am Clint, joined as always by Austin, back for the second episode here on season two. Uh, for those of you keeping count, episode 36 for the Walk On Water Boys podcast. Recording on a nice Wednesday, what do you want to say, early evening, late afternoon, Austin. Kind of a different time for us to be recording this week. I'll let you handle all the adjectives, Clint. <laughs> uh, you're just here. You know, you're just here. You're you're a DCP, dedicated, committed professional. Doesn't matter what time you're available. All right. So I guess the the first thing uh we want to talk about, obviously, is is really going on right now as we're recording a lot leading up to it. I think it officially started at four o'clock today. If I, if I'm not wrong, again, we're recording here on Wednesday. NFL offseason free agency, you know, trade market, all, all these free agency signings. So Austin, any free agency signings sticking out to you at this point? I know obviously there's the rumors with Aaron Rodgers getting traded to the New York Jets. He actually went on the uh the podcast with uh what's I'm forgetting his name, Pat McAfee, and stated, you know, that's the plan that he will he intends to play for the Jets. In 2023, Alan Lazard, the star wide receiver for the Packers, already signing with the Jets. So any, any any comments on that? Any other signings or moves that stands out to you at this point? Yeah, all but a done deal in New York with Aaron Rodgers, and I think that lines up Jordan Love to go to the New York Jets in, you know, 15, 20 years, right? <laughs> Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Brett Favre, Love. Aaron Rodgers. So I guess the Aaron Rodgers will be playing for the Vikings in 2024, yep, I believe, yep. and then take him to the NFC Championship game. Or did he take him to the Super Bowl? I don't think he took him to the Super Bowl. I think no, they didn't get to the Super Bowl. You know, I think the Saints beat him. That's what it was. The Saints beat him in the NFC I think Championship. He threw, I think he threw a pick to end that game. Oh, he got beat remember. up in that game. That was the uh, That was the same season as the – the uh the bounty gate with yeah the yeah, the yeah. Again. the saints oh man they they were that was a rough game for the, those, those have been flags these days <laughs> the yeah hits, oh, yeah far was taken in that game uh but uh, uh, how, about, how about taylor heineke taylor heineke falcons go into atlanta eats a 20 20 million two-year deal Whew. to back up desmond ritter um hey We'll we'll see how it goes. You lose a commander, I gain a Falcon. I'm I'm for it. Yeah, there you go. Jacoby uh, Brissett is replacing him uh, with the Commanders, as the Commanders have named Sam Howell, former North Carolina Tar Heel star, uh, yep. as their starter heading into the 2023 season. So I like we'll Sam see. Howell. I'd like to see him have uh, have success in the NFL. Yep. Uh, Jimmy G reunites with Josh McDaniels in uh, Las Vegas this time. 
Yeah, I don't, Josh McDaniel's going to ruin the Raiders, just <laughs> like he ruined the Denver Broncos. I, I don't know how he continues to get head coaching jobs. I have no they idea. They also <laughs> pulled Jacoby Myers from former Pats wide receiver over to Vegas, so he's yeah. just rebuilding. You know, yeah, traded away uh, Darren Waller. So that's yep. yeah, yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady retired for the Buccaneers. Their new quarterback appears to be Baker Mayfield. So I'm sure that's you know that's that's a that's an even even trade off, right? Yeah. Get rid of Tom yeah. Brady, bring in Baker Mayfield. That's pretty much. I think so. That's pretty much. It's pretty much the same. Derek yeah. Carr now with the New Orleans Saints. I'm not happy about that as a Falcons fan. Well, didn't Jameis uh, Winston resign with them as well? So Jameis resigned a one year, eight million dollar deal. Derek Carr, four years, hundred and fifty million. Um. So yeah, Jameis, famous Jameis, will be backing up Derek Carr in the Crescent City. Daniel Jones, four year, hundred sixty million dollars, and Saquon Barkley gets franchise tagged. Yeah, and uh, another another NFC running back, Ezekiel Elliott, has been yep. released uh, from the Cowboys. So they're they are finally parting ways. So sticking right there in your NFC South. The Panthers traded up with the Chicago Bears to get to that number one pick. So, who do you think they're going to take right there at number one? I have no clue. I was looking at uh, who they just the the latest on uh, the uh, free agency with Carolina. Von Bell signed a three year, twenty two million dollar bill uh, deal. Bill, just a bill, just yeah, one bill, just a bill. Andy Dalton quarterback now two-year deal yeah, for he's, them he's, he's uh he's going all over the place i i don't know uh i, I don't know i have no clue i've, I've heard carolina carolina is just so it's such a weird state right now getting rid of their coaches for the past five years mm-hmm. the ownership the you know the city the fan base has a problem with the owner i don't know there's it's a lot of crazy things getting rid of cmc there's a yep. lot of crazy things going to Carolina right now. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go with a pick. Yeah, there's been a lot of different reports. There's been reports that they're going to take the quarterback out of Ohio State. There's been reports that they're going to take uh, the Kentucky quarterback. There's been reports they're going to take your man, AR-15, from Florida, Anthony Richardson. There's been rumors that that would be a real shock, I think, if they took him number one. Nobody's talking about Bryce Young, who I think is the best quarterback in the draft. Maybe a little undersized. But I think in the NFL, you've seen over the last five years that, you know, you can a quarterback can succeed a little bit undersized. So, uh, but yeah, craziness right now in the NFL. AR fifteen is the real deal. I think. I think he's raw. I think he's got a lot of potential, but you know, I, I it's an unknown to me. Would you take him at number one? That much? I wouldn't take him. In, no, yeah. I you know round three probably. Yeah, he's a true to me. He's a developmental quarterback that's got a very I high think ceiling. Got, I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah, and he yep. did not get to showcase it in Florida. Yep, yep. Uh, so, any other NFL signings before we move move on to? No, some, that's some about quick, it. Waiting, you know. waiting to hear the final details on the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I think that's the big move. I think that's what everybody's right? that's what yeah. everybody's waiting on. Is that can you imagine Aaron Rodgers in that New York media market? I don't know if those two, <laughs> I don't know if those two. Of course, Brett Favre did it, so I, I don't know. But uh, uh, Scotty Scheffler, obviously, we follow golf here on the Walk on Water Boys podcast. Scotty Scheffler picking up right where he left off in 2022, winning the players uh, this past weekend. Uh, the Masters released his menu, 
for for the dinner that they're going to be having in his honor for last year's champion. Steak, sliders, and cookies is what I've seen. That's not the way it's listed. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, the the cheeseburger sliders are uh, the appetizer. Uh, excuse me, not just sliders. Cheeseburger yeah, yeah, sliders. Come on. Yeah. All right, and then the steak. I think it's the steak or fish. There was shrimp in there. The I think it was like firecracker yeah, shrimp yeah. or something in there. Was that was part there. of the appetizer? Yeah. And then yeah. the steak is yeah. the main course. Steak, I think, or shrimp or a, or a fish dish as the main course, either or. Yeah. And then your your skillet cookie with cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah. For the dessert, uh, but, uh, I like Scotty Scheffler. He's back to number one, a uh, number one ranking. Yep. Six wins in his last twenty seven starts what i mean this dude has come out of nowhere in the past year i mean this is crazy the type of run he that he type of run he's been on and the question is will he be the number one pick in the walk on water boys uh pga tour draft here in a few weeks uh we'll obviously dive a little bit more into that on our next episode which will be the week of the masters so uh, i don't see how he couldn't be I was well, then I will up. have the first pick then. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we also have got the first two episodes of The Mandalorian since we recorded. The last time we were recording was actually the premiere date of season three of The Mandalorian. It's two episodes in uh, as we record. Obviously, episode three is available. Austin, thoughts, you know, real quick on the first two episodes. If you've watched the first two episodes yet, thoughts on the third season so far of The Mandalorian. So I actually watched both of the episodes today uh, to prepare for the show. Getting caught up. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, spoiler alert here. First episode opens up a nice, peaceful, tranquil, tranquil, just, you know, ceremony out beside Mm -hmm. this beautiful lake. This little child's getting baptized into the Mandalorian. Yep code whatever right yeah and this giant turtle monster pops up out of the lake <laughs> you can, I, how do they not know that's there that's what i'm curious that dude that that thing was quite large that it was quite large. who yeah. was like hey let's go down to the lake i i know i know there's a huge huge monster don't you remember five years ago okay. this monster came out of nowhere and destroyed half half of our crew don't worry don't worry <laughs> Uh, so I was they don't, like my dad used to say, they don't bite this month. That's a- <laughs> that that threw me off. I was like, this seems a little weird. And then they had no defense, you know, to be such a uh, a brutal, deadly task force, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, they couldn't do thing. anything. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't. No, I so two two episodes in the second episode, you see the what what do you call it? The depiction on the shield. They're mm-hmm. they're their symbol yeah right and yeah. Have, you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. i don't know what you call that no, yeah i don't either i don't that know that animal this former host would have been would have been yeah. nice right now i know we need to bring him in but mm-hmm. uh yeah it's cool it's whatever you know yeah. you maybe know, we'll bring him in for the end of the season just kind of just to kind of break it all down for us but I'm i about, do I'm, I'm getting to the point with star wars where i was with marvel i'm just like okay you know here yeah. it is again. Yeah, Marvel. But, I, I don't even know the last Marvel movie I've watched. This, you know, too much it's flooding the market. Right now. The Mandalorian's fun. It's cool. I like it, but it's nothing. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, you know. And if I don't watch it again, I'll be okay. I will watch yeah. it, but I'm not gonna like, you know, 
kill myself to be able to make it on time to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, but some of the other series that they've released have kind of, I think, taken away from the Mandalorian. Like, I really like the Mandalorian, but like you're saying, it's kind of like the last couple of series. Really, the Boba Fett. I mean, the last half of that season was the best part of the season, and that was because it was about the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, it's just so, so oversaturated now. So yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I know you want to get into the last of us finale. Speaking of Pedro Pascal and a, yep. Yep. a young, yep. super powerful. Taking care kid. of that transition for me. I mean, yeah, you know, like, I'm here for you. This, this, the hottest actor right now in Hollywood, Pedro Pascal got the Mandalorian and the last of us, the last of us, the number one show uh, in America right now. I mean, I'll get to your thoughts on it because you have not played the video game. I have played the video game. It's kind of interesting to me because you haven't played, you know, what's your opinion on it just as a show? Cause you don't know anything about the game. Yeah. So I'm going in only knowing mm -hmm. this is a father figure, daughter figure. Mm-hmm going through a zombie apocalypse nothing else that's all yeah. i know didn't want to look anything up they're not related as mm -hmm. i found out in the first episode <laughs> you know so yeah. i didn't want to know anything so overall it's been absolutely fantastic i really enjoyed it uh after the last episode i did read an article about how the ending of the game divided critics and caused fans. a lot of controversy yeah a lot but of controversy um, and I'm on the side of, of Pedro Pascal, Joel. Yep. I, I, I do the same thing in that situation. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was very spoiler special. alerts. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't yeah. right. Who we were discussing it. Spoiler alert. The, spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Clint. Go, yeah. go ahead. Clint. Sum up what happens. Yeah. Spoiler. A brief recap. Yeah. So spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched the last episode, you know, you may want to skip ahead a little bit in this podcast. So approximately one minute and 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel, they finally make it to the firefly camp and Joel takes, you know, Joel gets knocked out because the fireflies don't know, you know, they don't recognize them. They don't know who they are. Joel wakes up. He's in a, you know, a hospital, essentially he's in a room. Uh, he's talking to, what is it? Is it Marlena? Marlene, Marlene, Marlene. Well, I can't remember a character's name, but anyways, the leader of the yeah. Fireflies, and she's telling Who could Joel, have just taken the child herself. Yeah, yeah. She made it there before. Yeah, she made Joel. it there before him. Yeah. yeah, and she states, you know, we lost so many people. How did y'all make it? Um, maybe smaller and travel in smaller packs. I don't know, but <laughs> the she tells him, you know, you can't see Ellie right now. She's fine, but she's she's in surgery. You can't see her. And then this is where things start to unravel. Uh, she obviously informs Joel that in order to accomplish uh, this, that, you know, the goal of a cure, uh, Ellie would not make it through surgery because obviously what they're trying to take from her, as they show earlier in the episode, her mother during birth uh, was bitten. And she cut the umbilical cord hoping to try to stop it. But you know, I guess just enough had made it through that she survived, but it didn't take over. 
And which, by the way, the mother was played by the voice of Ellie from the video game. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So and so Joel obviously is upset. You know, this is his daughter, essentially. You know, this is the bond they have created over this span of this season. And Joel just he loses it and just starts wiping out this whole Firefly crew and kills the doctor and takes Ellie from out of surgery, is on the way out, ends up killing killing the leader of the Fireflies. Ellie wakes up and, you know, she can sense something's off. Is he telling the truth? Is he not telling the truth? What exactly happened? And then that's where the, the season ends. Uh, so, yeah. so, so Joel being afraid to lose another daughter, another daughter, exactly. unable to protect another daughter. Yep. Right. Losing his actual daughter at the beginning of the show, 20 some odd years ago. Yep. Uh, takes it upon himself to uh, prevent the eradication of this virus, of this fungus, killing the entire universe to save her. Yeah. I, whatever i'm for it i'd do it if it was my kid yeah i, I mean, mean all, you know and this was crazy for a video game you know a video game to have this kind of story and then put it in a tv series but it, it makes you question your hero and then also just sees what shows you what love can drive someone to do and so it's just a great way to see where you stand and it did split the fans of the video game, just like it has seemed to split the fans of the TV show. And now everybody's ready for season two. Season one covered the entire first game. And he did it non-discriminatory, discriminative. Like he went through just yep. executing just a stone cold everyone. Yeah. Stone cold just look on his anybody, face. You know, they had people, you know, laying down guns saying I surrender just well yep. you're dead. Yep. Yep. You know, so yeah. yeah. But it covered I, uh, the entire it covered the entire video, uh the first game. I liked it. I liked yep. it. The second and that season- was so that was true to the game, pretty much yep. how that went yep. down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then the second game. So can you imagine doing that? Playing the video game? But oh, anyways, so you you yeah. had to walk through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fine. second game, the second game apparently is going to be season two. Now I have not finished the second game. I actually started it about a month ago. And I don't know if all of season two will be the second game, just like the first one, or will they split it amongst two seasons? Not sure what happens. I'm hoping to get the second game finished uh, before the season two of the TV series, but great first season. I mean, one of the greatest video games of all time. And they absolutely nailed it with this TV series with the first season. So, I mean, how does it rank up? I mean, well, what are your, what are your video game crossovers? Mortal Kombat, Mario, uh, which the new Mario movie comes out here in April. So yeah, uh, the week of the masters. So, um, I mean, to me, to me, top shelf is Mortal Kombat to me. That's that I can think of off the top of my head is the best. Yeah. Not that it was this outstanding movie, but it doesn't have much competition when it comes to I'm trying to, I'm trying to think Uncharted was a games. disappointment. Uncharted was a good movie, but the casting was very questionable. Um, I'm sure there's so many we're missing that yeah, are obvious, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this but, I mean, it's, it's the best. Out. It's the yeah. best. It's the best that I've seen. But and, that, that, I mean, that's such a credit to HBO. I mean, yep. what, they're just, I mean, HBO is just, but I mean, out 
banger after banger. Yeah, no. I mean, Nobody else ridiculous. can compete. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so uh, now let's get over to March Madness. We're in the middle of March Madness. It is upon us. The NIT. Are we in the middle of March Madness? The, we're in the middle, uh, of, in the middle of March. Uh, the madness is about to start. Yeah, the madness. Well, the, the conference tournaments, you know, some madness there. But uh, uh, the NIT. So let's break it down. The NIT is the tournament we're going to be breaking down. Uh, Clemson getting the number one seed. Are we breaking down the NIT? <laughs> NIT? Is that right? <laughs> so we're doing. We should be. We should be talking about Clemson in the NCAA tournament. I could do an entire podcast episode on this whole NCAA well, tournament. I, Clemson so, debacle. So Clemson doesn't get picked. They are the number one seed in the NIT. Why does Clemson not get picked? Twenty-three and ten record, mm-hmm. fourteen and six in conference. Uh, what? What? Where? Where did they finish in the ACC tournament? In the like, tournament? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, third or fourth. Like I mean, they were in the fourth, semifinal. Right? Yeah, they were in the semifinal. Yeah. They lost to Virginia. They finished third I, in the regular season. I get, I get, I get where Clemson fans are upset. I do, right? You beat North Carolina State three times by double digits three times. Combined total margin, 65 points. It wasn't even close. And NC State also, you know, gets the the nod to go to the tourney. I get it. I understand it. But you also lose to South Carolina. Yep. Which, I mean, they won like four games maybe. I don't even know. Maybe more. They won more. Louisville won four. Which Clemson yeah. also lost. You you also lost a little. <laughs> you lo- yeah. you, and then you have yeah, so you have a couple ACC losses that are bad, right? North yeah. Carolina. Uh, North Carolina BC. was not a bad loss, but Boston well, College and Louisville. I, I don't. I don't mean bad. Well, I, yeah. Not a bad loss, but a loss that hurts you, right? Yeah. North Carolina, BC, Louisville, uh, and then you look at their strength of schedule, and that's what did it. I think really for me. And and that's why I'm okay with Clemson not making. I want Clemson to make it. I want every South Carolina team to make it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The more the better. Uh, but their 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 strength of schedule was 334 out of 363 D1 schools. Right? I think that was so, the out of conference schedule, though. Right? Yeah, the out of conference out of conference schedule. Which so, to me, I mean, to me, just so you know, makes up less than 50 percent of the schedule. That's 12 games. 12 games versus the 20 ACC it. games. And then your go, AD to do a better job. Yeah, well, the, well AD there's a, a lot more, and, and that's great that you bring that up. If you haven't, and I wish we had time to put in the, the press conference. If you haven't listened to Brad Brownell's press conference for Monday, he spends about 10 minutes just shining light on a lot of things that is <laughs> wrong with the NCAA tournament and wrong with the ACC. So it was very interesting. There's been a lot of negative uh, comments made from the bigger program, football programs, where the money is made uh, directed towards the ACC here in the last six months. And Brad Brunell didn't hold back. I mean, he he stated a lot of a lot of interesting things that a lot of people don't think about. So what is his future in Clemson? He's here. Well, this is he's got two years left on thir- his contract. Is this the thirteenth year? This he'll be yeah. This is his thirteenth season. Yeah. Honestly, I have been on a roller coaster with my opinion of whether he should be the head coach. After five to six years, uh, I was ready for him to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, almost if you pay close enough, enough attention and you don't try to pretend Clemson's basketball program is the same as the football program, 
That's right, what a of lot of Clemson fans have a hard time doing. Yeah. If you split his career at Clemson in two, the program has been trending in the right direction the last yes, five to six yes, years. Yes. To me, that he it's just not the right time. Now, after next season, if they flat out miss the NCAA tournament, then yes, I think then you have to consider making the move. Because at that point, he would only have one year left on his contract. The buyout would be very, very minimal. And he's not really going to be able to recruit with just one year left on his contract. So it makes more sense next season to let him go. Uh, but and especially with this team should have got in. They should have got in. The, the committee basically found an excuse to not put them in, even though there was a team in there that made it that did not match up with Clemson. The, the numbers did not match up. It's basically they have the brand of being NC State. So, like I said, I could and, do an entire podcast. And they, and they went, what, they had a uh, uh, school record 14 wins in the ACC this year, right? Yeah, and, and people wanted to say, well, the conference, the committee couldn't let them in because that would be the first time in tournament history they would allow somebody with such a bad out of conference into the tournament. Well, guess what? They still made history. This because Clemson is now the first team in ACC history to have a 70 or higher win percentage to not make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, I saw something like the first team since uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, one or the other. I think it was Virginia. So the 99 2000 season to finish like in the top three of the ACC and not make it. Yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 a joke. But let's. Like I, say, I agree. I I I'll, I'll I agree. I think Clemson should have made it. I don't. I don't like them not making it. Mm-hmm. I can see the points to why they didn't, but I do agree they should be. They should be in the. Tournament. Yeah, there's problems in the resume, but there's problems with all the majority sure. of the large teams that make the tournament, and they yeah. literally just nitpicked and found a reason not to put them in. I mean, you can't sit here and tell me that Furman is going to outplay Clemson. Yeah. You know, throughout the tournament. Yeah, right? I mean, all so. the analysts said Clemson was an NCAA team. All the analysts. The bracketologists said otherwise because they were going the same way the committee does it. They go off the metrics instead of the eye test, common sense, head-to-head. I mean, they'd use none of that, apparently. But anyway, so That's let's, that old Billy Bean money ball going on yeah, right there. Yeah, so let's get into our final four predictions. Austin, I'll start with you. Uh, go ahead and just give me your final four predictions because obviously we've got the same thing we did last year, the team draft coming up here next. So let's I, go ahead and do your final four predictions, your national championship matchup, and your winner. I went back and forth on this a lot. I mean, I it's always a toss-up. There's always, you know, but I went back and forth this a lot. I got Bama versus Tennessee hmm, okay. and Houston versus UCLA. Wow. Okay, I like the UCLA pick. I, I was back. I like, and forth. I like UCLA. I was back and forth with UCLA. Um, I have that's a number one. That's a one yeah. and four and a one and two. Okay, so your championship matchup and your winner. So championship is one one, Bama Houston, Alabama winning eighty two to seventy six. Eighty two to seventy six. So all the drama that is surrounding Bama right now. And their star player, I think it's Brandon Miller, I believe is his name. As long as he's playing? As long as he's playing, yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, yeah, yeah. We can ignore the shooting and everything else. Yes, <laughs> we can ignore it. There you go. I'm not sure that's the right words. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so you've got Bama. You've got Bama getting the win, the national championship. 
uh, the overall number one seed in the tournament. Uh, so my final four, I've got Arizona. So I've got Alabama losing in the Sweet 16 to Virginia. But uh, so I've got Arizona coming out of the South. They'll be taking on the Purdue Boilermakers uh, out of the East. And then I've got overrated. Texas. I've got Texas coming out of the Midwest because I think Houston is overrated. And then I've got Kansas. I was back and forth between Kansas and UCLA. I just trust Kansas more. I trust Bill Self. I trust the Jayhawks. I think Kansas moves on, takes on Texas in the Final Four. Kansas gets the win over Texas. Purdue gets the win over Arizona. I like Arizona on offense, but I think they're going to struggle with the Purdue Boilermakers. I think Purdue advances to take on Kansas. And I think the team that, to me, has looked like the best team all season cuts down the nets for the national championship, the Purdue Boilermakers. The Purdue Boilermakers get the win over Kansas in a bracket that I really don't care about because I'm going to be watching the NIT. I, uh, <laughs> Purdue was my first pick to win. Ah, and they didn't make and, the Final Four. <laughs> and they didn't make Final Four after okay. going back over. No, man. All right, so those are our those are our Final Four National Championship predictions. So now what we want to do, we want to get into our draft. If you listened to the show last year, we obviously had a third host. Uh, but so basically what kinda. we want to do. Yeah, yeah kind of. So basically what we do is we go region by region. You get a, a pick for basically your favorite coming out of that region. And it's a, it's a snake draft. And then you get a Cinderella in that region. You get 10 points for each win. You get 10 points, 20 it doubles, you know, as it goes to the tournament. And then your seed gets the bonus points for how much higher they are as a Cinderella. So if you choose a 10 and they win in that first round, they would get that three-point boost, you know, for being the 10 over the seven matchup. Whatever. So, you keep track of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Austin, we're going to start with you right there in the south. I think we know who you're going to go with here. But we're going to start with you in the south. Who is your number one team and then your Cinderella? Alabama, obviously. Alabama, obviously. Okay. I'm going with the Cougs out of Charleston. College of Charleston. All right. So, uh, five players averaging uh, doubles. Yeah, they're going to score. On, they're going to they're score. Gonna score. They're going to the Sweet 16. Interesting. All right. So I've got – I'm going to go with – even though I hate to do it, I'm going to go with Arizona because I got them advancing. Uh, even though I hate to do it because they shouldn't be in and this should be Clemson, I'm going to go with NC State. I thought about West Virginia, but I think Alabama is just going to be too much for them in the second round. So I'm going to go with NC State right there because I do think they get past that first-round matchup against Creighton. And then I think Baylor's vulnerable this year. Uh, so I think they have a very strong chance of advancing to the Sweet 16. I got South Carolina matchup in the second round. Oh, do you? Yeah, Furman versus, Furman oh, yeah, versus Furman College Charleston. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be, be very, fun. That would be very interesting. All right, so now I'm going to go down to the East region. I'll go first here. Uh, East region, I will go with Purdue as my uh my top team and then my cinderella story to me there's not really one to look at here but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with usc here uh i'm not that i'm not buying michigan state this year i'm not buying the big 10 other than purdue 
Uh, I like I like uh, USC to get the win there, and then even though they have a tough matchup with Marquette there in the second round, Shaka Smart has not had a lot of success in the NCAA tournament since that Final Four run with VCU. So I'll, I'll go with I'll go with uh, USC the Trojans. That was my original pick. USC is my 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 upper nice. upper uh, upper team. Uh, so I, I got to change that. <laughs> uh, I got Tennessee, obviously. Okay. As yep. my uh, my my showrunner out of the East, you you take USC from me. I guess I'm going with the first round upset of Duke, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts knocking off Duke. That's very Duke is playing very well right now, but Oral Roberts is a tough matchup for them. They are, and it is the dreaded five twelve matchup. So yep. usually there's a twelve five upset. At least there's one always every one season. every always. season. Yep, yep. All right, so let's move over to the West. And Austin, you get the first shot here, uh, your your top team, and then your Cinderella pick. Yeah, so here, obviously, I'm going with my Final Four or my championship uh, game, Houston. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go with Pitt as my uh, – Got the higher, win last night. My, Got the win yeah. last night, yep. Uh, I like Pitt. They split split the season with Miami. Two wins over UNC. Obviously, UNC not the best, mm-hmm. but – uh, they look good. They beat North Carolina State and Virginia. I like Pitt making it through the second round. Yeah, that's a good pick. I think they're a very talented team. Uh, let's see if they can get that win. They've got the win to play in game. Now let's see what they can do. And to me, still the first round of the NCAA tournament. All right, so I got Kansas, obviously, as my top team. My Cinderella story, I just mentioned them, VCU. I think VCU has a chance to get the 12-5 upset over St. Mary's. And then I think they can knock off UConn in the second round. So I like VCU uh, as my Cinderella story. So now we're going to go to the Midwest. Uh, I'll start here. I'm going to go with Texas. Obviously, I've got them moving on to the Final Four. And then as my Cinderella story, whew, you just chose the wrong team. I just realized that's Good thing this isn't a live show, right? We wait, went to wait, the wait, West. wait. That West. was the Midwest. I went to the West. Oh, I'm sorry. I was uh, in the West. The, uh, no, no, oh, well, the I gave you my West picks. My West picks were Houston and Pitt. I thought we were in the West. Yeah, I didn't hear Houston. I just I just assumed you would say UCLA. So I'll stick right there in the Midwest then. I'll stick right Go there ahead. in the Midwest. Go ahead. Yeah. So we'll, Midwest, we'll just, you know, magic yeah. of radio, right? Yeah, we'll, magic of radio. Yeah. Texas, obviously. And then I'll go with, hmm. This was a tough one. I wasn't ready for this one. Uh, but I'll go with Auburn. I'll go with Auburn. I think Auburn picks up the win in the first round, and I think Houston's overrated. I got Houston in the Elite Eight, but I, I'm not buying Houston uh, this year, so I'll I'll go with Auburn Auburn Tigers there. So, obviously, you already know my West picks. I've already taken Kansas, and then I've taken VCU. So, so what's your, your West team draft there? Yeah, I got Auburn losing to Iowa in the first, first round. Uh, so, for West for me, obviously, I'm going to go with UCLA. And then I'm going this. I had nobody for this one. I like VCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see Grand Canyon make it, make a run at it. Mm-hmm. But just I think can win one, maybe two games. Boise State. Yeah. And there's not much confidence behind that pick. Yeah. Uh, this the 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 West is probably, in my opinion, I think one of the weakest. Whenever you get into those, I agree lesser rank i think it's know. kansas and uh, kansas and ucl yeah but i think yeah. there's nobody that's going to prevent them from making it 
uh, to the Elite Eight. I, I, I agree with you on that one. All right, so that is our team draft for the NCAA tournament. Again, you get 10 points, 20 points of doubles as you go, and then obviously with your Cinderella's, the further they advance, the more points they get as a bonus uh, based off their matchup. Now, moving over to the highly anticipated serial bracket. So obviously, we had fans voting on Twitter of the play-in matchup that was between Kicks and Applejacks. Kicks actually won the vote on uh, on the on the Twitter, and so, but unfortunately for Kicks, Applejacks already got both of our votes to move on. Now, Austin has not seen this bracket, so okay. not only is this a reveal for the listener, this is also a reveal for Austin. Now, how did I? How did I get to this bracket? It was a long process, uh, but as you'll, I'll, I'll kind of explain each region as I get into it with how I came up with, uh, with these matchups. So now, the 2023 Walk on Water Boys serial bracket in the Yabba Dabba Delicious regional. You like that? See what I did there? You think you know who uh, what the uh, number one seed is going to be in this region? I think I do. <laughs> we have the we have the uh, the regional the number one seed the overall number one seed as this was the only serial that had a vote from Olson and I both of us both of us voted for that's surprising yeah Fruity Pebbles was the only not that Fruity Pebbles has both votes I'm surprised that that's the only one that we both yeah, yeah I, I am too i i am too but uh so fruity pebbles got the number one overall seed because of that because of that that's how they got the number one overall seed so in the yabba dabba delicious region we've got the number one seed fruity pebbles taking on the play-in game winner number four seeded apple jacks in the two three matchup we've got number two seeded captain crunch Taking on the three seated tricks. Austin, quick thoughts on the Yabba Dabba Delicious Regional. Uh I'm I'm for it. You're for it. <laughs> I'm for it. There you go. All right. So now let's move over to the I'm getting a little hungry. The, to be honest with you. Let's move over to the They're Great Regional with the number one seated Frosted Flakes. Now, how did I get Frosted Flakes? The next, uh, this number one seed and the next two number one seeded, these were based off the number, the top ranked serial um, from 2022, according to the Consumer Report. So most serial boxes sold in 2022 is how we got to these next rankings. So Frosted Flakes, number one seed. You know, it's, it's, it's not just opinions and talk here on the show. We, yeah, we, we got facts. down to, yeah. we got facts. Yeah, we got facts. We so got, Frosted we got Flakes, backup. This is journalism. Yeah, <laughs> at its finest. Uh, number one, Frosted Flakes in the Their Great Regional, taking on number four seed, Banana Nut Crunch. And then number two seeded, Golden Grams, taking on the three seeded, Waffle Crisp. Austin. Quick thoughts on the their great regional. Once again, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I 
it's it's getting close to dinner time. I'm it getting is. hungry. It is cereal for so dinner. All, yeah. It's all an all these, day type of type of you uh, know, I don't even know snack meal. It can be whatever could, you want it to be. Breakfast. I could eat it for every meal. I could every too. day. I could too every day. Yep. Uh, so now let's move over to the Cineverse Regional. This has number one seated cinnamon toast. That was crunch. that was clever. I like that. This well, these are all their slogans. So that's that's the regional name. Oh, okay. I thought from. you. I thought you made no, that up. Not, no, I did not make okay. that up. I won't <laughs> so take credit for that. Impressive. One. That was yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. So the uh, number one seated cinnamon toast crunch taking on four seated Dunkin' caramel macchiato. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, so I guess still Dunkin', I guess they dropped the donuts, so getting into the cereal game here. Uh, Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato is the four seed, taking on one seeded Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Two seeded Fruit Loops, taking on three seeded Rice Krispies Treats. Ooh, All that's stuff. a tough Ooh, yeah. matchup. Yep. That's three, ver- yeah, that's a, t- that's a tough one. Yep, yep. Let's so, think about that. The final. Regional. I might have to go to the store before I vote on yeah, that. You one. need a taste test before we place a vote. We need should have a bowl of each one of these. All right. So, the final regional in the magically delicious regional, we've got the one seated. You want to take a guess who that is, Austin? I'd, I'd imagine it's Lucky Charms. Yeah, it is Lucky Charms. Number one seated Lucky Charms taking on the four seated Captain Crunch peanut butter. So that's your 1-4 matchup in the Magically Delicious Regional. We have, in the 2-3 matchup, we've got two-seeded Reese's Puffs taking on three-seeded Cocoa Pebbles. I think some of these 2-3 matchups are going to be quite difficult. So, Austin, the way this is going to work, obviously, Austin and I will each get a vote, and then each one of these matchups will be on uh, my Twitter feed, which is at Clint Wow Podcast. And then Austin, obviously, running the show over there on the at Walk on Water Boys uh, Twitter feed. So he'll have the, the polls for each one of these put up. We got, we got plenty of time to vote on these listeners uh, as we won't return for another episode until the week of the Masters. So we actually get a two-week break here. We told you in the offseason here before football starts, uh, we'll get two episodes a month to you. So, Austin, what region would you like to start in? Oh, well, let's start from the top. You'll start from the top. So that takes us yeah. back to the number one seed overall, the Fruity Pebbles in the Yabba Dabba Delicious regional. Austin, Fruity Pebbles versus Apple Jacks. Hands down, Fruity Pebbles. Hands Not down. even a question. Yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, uh, I, I can get on board with that. Uh, so Fruity Pebbles going against Apple Jacks. I will also vote for Fruity Pebbles. But this one will still be on Twitter for you to vote because we want to see you know, who gets the three zero wins, two win matchups. So Fruity Pebbles already moving on into the second round of the 2023 serial bracket. Next up, Captain Crunch taking on Tricks. This one's a little more difficult. I, I know you, probably not for you, I know you're biased against the seafaring communities. Um <laughs> But I do enjoy a bowl of Cap'n Crunch. Although, if you go past two bowls or past one bowl, you're headed to you the hospital. Into, if you get into two plus bowls of Cap'n Crunch within a four hour period, there might be some slight mouth bleeding. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm glad I, you're at least owning up to that. But you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of 
there's risk versus reward. There is, but there's, there's a lot of drama with this because tricks a lot of blowback from the cereal community when they went away from the fruit shaped cereal to just you know the marble shaped. A lot of disappointment, a lot of anger. Well, from what I understood, that, that was because we became adults. Yeah, but then they're back to it. And tricks are for kids. The tricks are for kids, but the fruit shape is back. And you know, tricks is back at the top of the market again. Yeah. You know? Is it is it back or it's are back. you just are you just you know. reverting back to your childlike ways? <laughs> and, so know. have you voted I, yet? I don't know. A lot of a lot of drama here for these two cereals. I'll go Cap and Crunch, man. Cap and Crunch. All right. Well, I'm going tricks because yeah, well, I I like a second bowl, you know. I like a second bowl of cereal. Sometimes uh, one just isn't enough. And you have, I don't to, think one's ever been enough, to be honest with you, you but you have a choice. You, you have to stop after one bowl with Captain Crunch. You can't, I mean, for your, maybe own that's safety. why I like Cap Crunch. Cap Crunch is like, Hey, hey, that's enough. Yeah, that's All true. right. Go ahead and that's stop. True. You know, that's true. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, but I will go with trick. So this will be uh Twitter. Our listeners will decide who advances in this matchup. So now this moves us over to, you want to go? Uh, you want to go down? Let's go down. Let's let's change it. Let's go to the magically delicious regional here. We've got Lucky Charms taking on Captain Crunch peanut butter. Let's go ahead and get this Captain Crunch danger zone uh, matchups out of the way here. Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch peanut butter. Austin, your vote. Now you don't have as much of a risk with peanut butter Captain Crunch as you do with the original, right? They're 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 smoother. They're more well-rounded. Um, they are rounded. They are. They're well-rounded. <laughs> they're well, they're well-rounded cereal. Yeah, um, yeah. I love Lucky Charms, but honestly, if the ratio is not right of marshmallow mm. to oat-based cereal product, yeah. there's an issue. And when yep. you grow up in a family with someone's brother like I did, <laughs> You know, you see that son of a gun reaching in there grabbing a few extra marshmallows. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? You're you're messing up the ratio. Yeah, you gotta get that last bowl. I got a bowl full of triangles and X's. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So uh you know what? I'm sticking I'm sticking with my uh with my semen and I'm going cap and cuss peanut butter. All right, all right. So we got we got Austin's vote of catching crunch peanut butter. Uh, we'll just move along here uh, to my to my <laughs> Lucky Charms family show, guys. Family show, Lucky Charms taking on Captain Crunch peanut butter. I will go. With... I will go. Why are you laughing? So I'm much sorry. Right now. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, again, so, this is your bias against the seafaring community. Yeah, so this and it's, I haven't it's, voted it's yet. Plain is is plain as day. I haven't voted yet. I'd, Lucky Charms is obviously a classic. It's a classic, uh, but you know it is. You can be you can be very unlucky with the Lucky Charms. I mean, just like you said, if the ratio is not spot on, yeah, this cereal just it can't compete. So I'm going to shock you here. I think we have our first upset of the of the tournament. We've got yeah. – I'm going with Captain Crunch peanut butter. Here. Wow. All I'm right. going with Captain Crunch peanut butter to knock off Lucky Charms because it's just too much risk involved. You know, you go chasing after that, you know, that magic, the gold at the end of the rainbow. There's a lot of risk there. 
So okay, I'll go with Frasier. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Captain Crunch peanut butter here. I, I All think right, I like I think it. That's the. I think that's the winner here. So we have our first upset in the tournament. So that brings us to our next matchup. We got Reese's Puffs at the two seed taking on Cocoa Pebbles. So staying right there with the peanut butter family, essentially Reese's Puffs two seed going against Cocoa Pebbles, the aforementioned number one seed and the other one, Fruity Pebbles. We got Cocoa Pebbles here. So Austin, your vote. And this would be our only two, right? Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch peanut yes. butter. Yeah. That are the same family, right? I same believe line. So. Of I believe cereal. so. Yeah. Yeah. I, believe so. Uh, I I, you know, what wins when is peanut butter not a good option? Who that's that's you know what I mean? In any point. form of anything. When is Reese's well, not a good option? Go. I'm not a huge chocolate fan anyway. Yeah. So you're talking about a whole bowl of chocolate, I'm out. So I'm mm. I'm definitely just going with the Reese's puffs. Yeah. yeah, I really like the cocoa pebbles. Um, big fans of what the Flintstones are doing over there in bedrock with their cereals. Um, but I'm, I gotta go Reese's Puffs here. I got Reese's Puffs is just the milk with the Reese's Puffs is just a, you could eat Reese's Puffs by itself, but the just, you know, Reese's milk, perfect combination, peanut butter, chocolate milk is delicious. So I'm going to Reese's Puffs. And you say that you can just eat the cereal by itself. That is about 70% of the reason I had children is so now I can carry around just Ziploc bags of cereal. And, I mean, and have that on, on I didn't hand. know there was another reason. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <You know. this> is, <laughs> uh, so let's move on now. So we've got the four seed getting the win over there. So we've got an all peanut butter matchup uh, in the second round of that one. So that'll be interesting for our next episode. Reminder, make sure you're voting on these on both of our, both of our Twitters there with at Clint wow podcast and then the at welcome water boys podcast. So now we're going to their great regional. We've got the number one seeded Frosted Flakes going against another flaky cereal. We've got number four or uh, the four seeded Banana Nut Crunch. Yeah, so you start talking about uh, Banana Nut Crunch. I get it. It's a good, it's a good cereal. It's a good flavor makes you feel like you're eating a little bit healthy, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Is that what it, it is? You feel a little That's bit better it... about yourself. Yeah. But I mean, uh, as a muffin, you can't beat the banana nut muffin. So let's just make it a cereal, you know? I mean, that's, 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 that's what it's I agree. About. I agree. You know, and then you talk about Frosted Flakes, right? The original 1952 sugar Frosted yep. Flakes, right? Yeah, turn the the OG. Number one, number one mascot. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that should be the real. Yeah, the real bracket, cereal mascots. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you beat Frosted Flakes. I definitely don't think you do it with a with a with a daggum muffin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't I can't say it better myself. You know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of banana banana nut crunch, but Frosted Flakes, just another all time classic. Uh, you can't beat uh, beat a good bowl of Frosted Flakes. Got a got a box of Frosted Flakes in my pantry at the moment. You know, just calling my name. Uh, Let me tell so, you right now, you get you get oh you get Rodney a bowl of uh, a box of Frosted Flakes, they're gonna be gone within one sitting probably. Yeah. Rodney will knock out a, a the box whole box. Them. Yeah, they're good, man. They are that, good. That Jethro bowl, which is like a Tupperware container, <laughs> just put them down. Oh man! All right, so Frosted Flakes moving on to the second round. Uh, the one seed uh, makes it through here. 
And then we're moving on to the 2-3 matchup here. We got Golden Grams going against Waffle Crisps. 2-3 matchup. Austin, what's your winner here? I'm not a huge Golden Grams fan. Is that like a, is that a honey based? Is yeah, it's a... kind of like think like the uh, honey graham honey cracker, comb, honey, honey, honey graham cracker turned yeah. into a uh, turned into a cereal. Okay, yeah, and then the waffle crisp is obviously waffle. That's exactly right. Like yeah. the maple, uh, maple, the maple. Syrup. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that. Uh, I'm a fan of the waffle crisp. I'm okay. gonna have to go with that one. Okay, yeah, and yeah, I'm right there with you. Love the golden. This grams. isn't a huge. This isn't a great, like edge of your seat matchup here. This is like two. No, not the, for not know. for me. Not for yeah. me. Uh, golden Grams maybe the older generation. You know, Golden Grams has been around a while. Uh, Waffle Crips, I think, hit the scene maybe late '80s, mid '90s, somewhere in there. Um, but I'm gonna go Waffle Crisp here. I, I think that's the winner. Uh, so we already have our winners in the their great regional so waffle crisp will take on number one seeded frosted flakes technically an upset three seed knocking off knocking off the the two seed there with waffle crisps getting the win getting the win so let's move on to our final region here the cineverse region and we've got number one seed is cinnamon toast crunch taking on the newest cereal in our bracket here number four seeded duncan caramel macchiato See, I was impressed. I thought you made that Cineverse up. I thought that was cool. No, no, that was their um, slogan at one time. I don't know if it still is, but at one time there was. And you can, if you would have, if we had more than one cinnamon type of, you know, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. Get out of here with that duck and stuff. All right. So here, here's here. This is the cereal I told you about last episode that I've got a comment to make. I've also never had it. So, okay. Well, Duncan. I'll start with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They used to be at one of the top cereals to me. But if, if you've noticed here in the last five, seven years, they're cheating you. They're cheating you, man. Not as much cinnamon going on in the cereals. Don't have the dust, days. huh? Yeah, you don't have that the dust. You're exactly there. right. It's more of a, it's more of a, just a sprinkle. You used to fight to get the last bowl. Yeah, that's, of that. that's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, there just used to be a pound of cinnamon at the bottom of your bowl. That's right. When yeah. you got done eating, no longer these days. And Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato, I like my coffee. I like my cereal. Put your hands together. You've got Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato. I'm going with the four seed here. Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato, not only because coffee and cereal combine into two of my favorite things, but just the disappointment with the direction Cinnamon Toast Crunch has taken mm-hmm. it with their mm-hmm. cereal. I like Duncan to get the upset here. So this is left up to you listeners. Yeah. Who gets the win? Let the fans decide. Do we have, I guess I'm coming over. I'm, I'm going to come over, you know, Saturday, we got a poker game here in town. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to come over early Saturday morning and try some of your, your Duncan cereal. Duncan camera macchiato is where it's at. Have it, have it out. I'll be over there around seven. Okay. And and I'll try to, I'll, I'll leave the key out. I'll still be sleeping. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, All right. So that moves on to our, our two three seed uh, matchup here, final matchup here in the first round. Fruit Loops two seeded taking on the three seeded Rice Krispie Treats. This, this is the matchup hard. you said was tough for this you. This is also. hard. Rice Krispie Treats. It's not just Rice Krispies. It's the Rice Krispie Treats. Yep, that's true. There's chunks, chunks of Rice Krispies of yeah, you know, morphed together by sugar. <laughs> yeah, morphed. That's the exact you know? word you should use in that scenario. 
It's delicious. Yeah. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, Rice Krispies on their own are, are amazing. Mm-hmm. But you add sugar to the mix? Yeah. I Instead mean, of having to add your three spoons of sugar to the Rice Krispies cereal, did your, they've did, done it for did you. Did you do that? Oh, yeah, child? that's what everybody did. That okay. and cornflakes. Yeah, well, take the I didn't, sugar we didn't and have cornflakes, but, but grandma would, would always get a yep. spoonful of sugar and, and yep. sprinkle it on your Rice Krispies. Yep. Yep. That's and crazy. Then, what, where did and that it come really, from? And honestly, it didn't work. Because no. when you got you, done, there was just like I was talking about with the you, cinnamon toast crunch. There was yeah. a pound of sugar at the bottom. You just turned the bowl up and drink this this <laughs> thick liquid of, of milk and sugar. <laughs> You'd hear hear the spoon just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, who who was the first person who did that? I don't. That's know. That's one of those weird things, and I wonder if it's That's, regional. It's an American. I wonder if it's regional. Yeah, it's an American. It sounds American so? to me. Yeah, sounds American. You know, it's definitely southern. Um, yeah, it's definitely southern. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I can I can that is a fond memory of my yep. childhood being at my grandparents' house yep. and uh yep. you know Tudor's over there with black coffee and burnt toast oh, and, yeah. and grandma's you know sprinkling sugar on the on the rice krispies. <laughs> um man, this is tough. Fruit fruit loops are, are amazing. Yep. They have a great mascot as well, one of the yep. front runners for, for mascot of yep. you yep. know, favorite mascot. Uh I'm gonna have to go with rice krispie treats though. Mm. They're hard to find. They are hard to find these days. Uh, locally, where I am, I don't have them anymore. Yeah, Waffle Crisp was another one. Waffle, Waffle Crisp is another cereal that's hard, that's hard to find. But uh, I agree with you. Rice Krispie treats to me is is it's it's not in my top tier of cereals, but I mean it is good. I mean you can't knock it. Um, but Fruit Loops to me deserves to move on here. But I think that they're a classic cereal. They're 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 they bring more to your palate. I understand. Yeah, yeah, that. I get it. All, I get the, the all the fruity loops, yeah. all the flavors. All you the get fruity it. loops. Yeah, all the fruity loops. It's, uh, so I'm going to go with the two C here. So another, this region does not have a, a winner. This region yeah. is our only region that we can't advance anyone yet. Uh, so this will be down to the listeners uh, with Cinnamon Toast Crunch against Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato and then Fruit Loops going against the Rice Krispie Treat. So Austin, your thoughts overall for the bracket. Uh, we had a few surprises in there, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that we will have uh, some that are decided by the by the listener vote. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So is I'm anxious to see how it plays out. Um, and for everybody who's listening, at the the culmination of this bracket ends with Clint taking a bath in whatever cereal is is named crown you know champion. Mm. He'll uh, he'll put that on I'm his have Twitter. To eat my way out of the bath. You have to eat your way out of the bath. <laughs> And uh, that footage will be live on Twitter. Well, you know, if it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it'll be a little bit easier to get out of the bag than it would about 10 years ago. I have all that (laughs) cinnamon weighing me down. Oh, man. But the uh, so that's the first round. Make sure you, like I said, vote on Twitter at Clint Wow Podcast and at Walk On Waterboy. So, Austin, a little bit longer episode this week, but obviously the listeners were waiting for the cereal bracket. That's the main (sighs) focus of March Madness. We've got two yeah. weeks off before we come back with another episode for the Masters Week, give you our results for the first round. And then what I'm really looking forward to, the highly anticipated PGA player draft. Really looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Not only will we do our PGA Tour draft, the Rip It and Sip It Duffer That's Tour. That's correct. That is correct. 2023 edition revamped, yep, revamped. is lining up for April. 
So yep. we'll have some updates on that. Get excited about that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So April should be kicking off the 2023 uh, Rizzy uh, Duffer tour. So excited about that. So thanks again for joining us here. The walk on water boys podcast, get a two week break here, and then we'll be back for the week of the Masters.